Welcome to the Rangers Rundown podcast. I'm Luke Gadsden, a part of the crew. We want you to sit back, relax, whatever you're doing, and just, you know, escape from world, escape from the life that you're living right now, and use your ears to listen and recap on the Rangers weekend that was just had. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Five friends talk. Rangers cricket. Thank you. Turn down for what? Wow, what an intro. And that song there is uh, Turn Down For What by DJ Snake. Thanks for the song of the week, horse. You're, you're big, welcome. You're a big fan of the rap, aren't you? Yeah, I do like that, my man DJ Snake. What up? Um, <laughs> how are you? <laughs> Obviously a big listener of the podcast. He's like, oh, Will, get me in. I'm like, okay, whatever, mate. We'll do. So, yeah, there it is. <laughs> All right, well, welcome. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Sorry for that. Welcome to the uh, Rangers Rundown the official podcast of the Croydon Rangers Career Club. Jeez, not too much enthusiasm there, Bob. Yeah, that's sorry, like that. mate. After <laughs> that DJ, I got, I got, sorry, I said <laughs> already. I got put to sleep by Will. What do you expect? <laughs> yeah, not the first. Ah, welcome back, welcome back, everyone. Round one, round one. We are back in the seats at the Atondo Homes office yet again because I am too lazy to leave my office and go to the Career Club at three o'clock in the afternoon on a Monday. So thanks for coming down, boys. Horsey, welcome, mate. Hi, Bob. Uh, I'm up and about as well. Uh, sun's out, guns out, uh, smiles around. How good? It is good. It's a cracking day for it as well. You boys would have been out in the uh, mowing the greens. Sticker, what, what was your what, what did your day entail today? Good to be here, Bobby. Um, it in, entailed a lot of mowing of greens, which was quite quite fatiguing, but that's okay. Good to be here. Fair enough. Low bags, welcome, mate. Thanks, Bobby. It's good to be back at the Hotondo Homes building. Uh, comfy chairs and a nice little podcast room here, actually. So it's quite enjoyable. Nice rolly chairs helps, doesn't yeah, it? Very nice. Very nice. Except the for Jim's one, he can't get to stay. Oh, this, yeah, this one. It, it is gone. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll play with it. It just needs a tradesman to look at it, mate. That's all. Not a, not a journalist. Hello, Jim, anyway. <laughs> Welcome, mate. How's your week been or how's your, how's your day been? Uh, doing pretty much stuff all um, or other than leaving my uni assignments to the last minute and uh, trying to get through that today, due at midnight. So hopefully you get it done. <laughs> so it's a big day for you. Yeah. So taking, as as my, taking my a couple of hours, going, yeah. taking a couple of hours <laughs> to do a podcast probably isn't high on the agenda. Ah, it's fine. At least it's enjoyable. King of procrastinating, mate. <laughs> Especially if you're handing it in at midnight. Mm. On the date, Stu. Yep, always. Ah, fair enough, fair enough. All right, well, Jim, give us a bit of a rundown on what's happening today, mate. So on today's rundown, we have got some talking points for the week, some sponsors to go through because Hodgie and, uh, and Sando have done some very good work on the sponsors there. We've got... A very special guest coming on later, and we'll introduce you, you to can, him. You can give it away. It's Jack Blythe, the new captain coach of the club, so uh, stay tuned for that. Then, oh, no, we don't have team of the week. We've scratched that because only two teams played this week. Yeah, we've uh, got the results, sir. We've got the results. Uh, new segment that we're introducing, so uh, stay tuned to see what that's about. Rumor file. I think we've got a big rumor file this week. We've got a few. A few of the boys have some. And then the weekly jokes. That's what we've got. Beautiful. So let's get it rolling. Beautiful. All right. Well, um, someone throw us into an ad because I've had to fork an ad in here at the start. So <laughs> yep. we're going to have some pretty lengthy conversations later. 
Beautiful. All right. Well, our first ad is Buyer's Choice Mortgage and Finance. Uh, they can handle all your new home loans, refinancing loans, investment loans, and mortgage pre-approvals. You can contact Oliver O'Callaghan on 0499001036 or Jason Boyd on 0405249037. I'll repeat that again. That's Oliver on 0499001036 or Jason Boyd on 0405249037. That is Buyer's Choice Mortgage and Finance. Lovely, beautiful. Good work there, horse. So let's move into some of the uh, talking points of the week, boys. Grand final. What are our thoughts on the grand final? Shit show. Well, yeah, it wasn't exactly the most entertaining game of football that I've ever watched in my life. And I think the most um, disheartening part of it was that Geelong had to be the winner mm. and Turnbull coming in um, a couple of weeks ago and declaring them early and calling him immoral. I think everyone wanted to see them lose after that and just sort of see his reaction and see him do dishes. But anyway, that was too good. And see him cry. Yeah, that would have been even better. But um, yeah, no, it was. Uh, I think he still cried anyway, even though they won. Um, <laughs> but no, they were too good and they were probably the best side all year. So you know, well done, good job. Yeah, bit boring. Yeah, it wasn't the greatest game. I actually don't remember anything after quarter time. I just went and played beer pong. It was that enjoyable. Yeah, so. can prepare for next week. Yes. Little, little segue. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might as well mention it. Uh, we got the beer pong tournament this Saturday night. First unofficial function of the year. Get your partner. Get your names to me. Uh, you can dress up if you want. Don't have to, but add a little pizzazz to the night. I know these Bit two across pizzazz. I like jazz. Um, <laughs> you like jazz? There you go. Sorry, um, that's all right. <laughs> these two across from me. I think they're dressing up. They're talking about purchasing something a bit later. Oh, it's already, it's already in the works. Yeah, yeah. nice, nice. So uh, keep your eyes peeled like a banana. Yeah, and then uh, we've got the uh, the trivia night the week after, actually. I may as well just continue on with that. So get your tables into me. We've got three full tables so far. We've got a room for about eight tables, we reckon, eight or nine. So You're going to have to throw me on someone's table there, mate. Yeah, we'll pop you in. Put me, put me on the winner's table. Yeah, put, if, you can't feel, if you can't find your eight, um, if you've got a group of people, then uh, still give them a mat because there's a few people that are- You're in the same can, boat. Yeah, exactly, that we can join a table and make a few uh, hybrid tables. And maybe that might just be the winning table. Who knows? Probably. Yeah. And then- we go into round one. There was only two senior grades go ahead um, this week uh, because all the other ones, due to poor grounds from the council, unfortunately, they didn't go up and go ahead. So it was still good to see some cricket being played this weekend. I and- do believe that it was because of the uh, inability to prepare the grounds in terms of removing covers and oh. all those sorts of things and you know, I guess probably cutting them as well. They probably haven't been able to cut them for the last month. No, the weather hasn't exactly been nice to us. Uh, cutter of greens, green keepers. Um, <laughs> you so. blokes would have kept working through though. Oh, uh, just we bloody we are tough as nails. So uh, obviously we would have uh, been working through. Says that. you with your puffer jacket on. Hey, <laughs> hey, it's twenty-five degrees. <laughs> hey, that's come on, exactly guys. Right. That's why it's tough. Yeah, it's ex- exactly. No sun will challenge this guy. <laughs> And especially out there, it's funny, plenty of the uh, wind going out there and it's quite a cold, chilly wind. But anyway, that's enough weather talk for the day. What, what about our um, party bus for the weekend? Come yes. In the food. Yes. It's, so, uh, I'll tell you one person who's excited for that, <laughs> myself. <laughs> <laughs> Not playing. I'll, I'll pop down to the RSL a bit beforehand, two-minute walk to the RSL, then straight down to the game. The the Heelsville dogs are on. Daniel, Daniel and I are going down there. <laughs> watch a few of the dogs go around and then go watch the, the Rangers second eleven get the win. Yeah, no, it's um 
It's good. I'd love to say it's a good initiative. Actually, it is a good initiative. It is um, a good initiative. It's because uh, you came up with it, you're calling it a good initiative, and you've roped your bloody old man into driving it. Exactly right. So it's good for everyone. Um, just you just want to pat yourself on the back. Great job. Thanks, Thank guys. you, mate. Well As done, the captain mate. of the team, I appreciate Thank that you. lift. Thank you. That's all right. Um, Actually, just a quick little shout out to Bendigo Bank. Uh, they've supplied the bus for us this week coming up. Oh, that's awesome. Thank um, you very much. So, yeah, uh, if you need a, need a hire bus, very cheap and affordable as well. So get down. And, uh, from, from the Bendigo, Bendigo Bank? Yeah, Bendigo. They hire, they hire buses? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they've got one that you can hire. So there Ooh, you go. City maybe, of maybe, maybe we won't release that. Just keep it as a secret for us. So whenever we, we need one, no one else has got it booked out. <laughs> I don't think too many clubs will listen to our <laughs> podcast, but yeah, yeah. let's let's keep it on the DL. Yeah, that's all right. It's good. It's good. City of dreams. Oh well, uh, now that we're in October, um, Halloween's coming up. No, just kidding. Good one, Will. Um, no training's. What is coming? On fire today, yeah. Like I need to spark up. All right, come on. Uh, training's going to resume to normal time, which is uh, I believe five thirty because daylight savings is back. Everyone's favorite time of year. Uh, when daylight savings king, we should just have it all year round. Let's, that's a debate for another day. If anyone wants to have it with me, um, so yeah, five thirty, um, training back. So everything's, you know, feeling a little bit more normal, and uh, we're getting into the swing of things. So very exciting, very yeah. exciting. Same as usual, though. I think there will usually be some people down there from about five o'clock onwards. If you want to get down, have a bit of an extra hit before training, or do some fielding, or whatever floats. So pop on down early if you want, and if not, we'll see you at five thirty. Yeah, just a bit of housekeeping now. Just the United Fuel Cards, we got them in this year at the club. Two cents per litre discount if you get your United Fuel Card. Every two cents per litre goes back to the club. So, uh, yeah, get your United Fuel Cards. Make sure you get onto that. I'm sure you can find the links for that on Facebook and those sorts of things. Probably emails as well. Yeah. And the 611 captaincy is still vacant. Yes. If anyone's out there. But I have heard a rumour. There's murmurs. They're, they're quiet at the minute, but they're they're murmuring. Club uh, legend. Yes, the m- most highly decorated player person that we have at the club. John Lowe. The, um, the <laughs> Ian Spencer not. medal is named after him. That's a bit of a clue for you guys. Yeah, there. a little <laughs> hint, hint. Um, yes, uh, has, been, has been witnessed. I have an eyewitness. Uh, has seen him purchase new cricket runners. Now, I don't know... Who's buying cricket runners that isn't intending to play cricket? But anyway, <laughs> if that's what he wants to wear for his casual shoes, go ahead. But uh, yes, we'll uh, watch this space on that one, I think. But we are still open to, um, <laughs> to, to anyone who wants to put their hand up. Um, you probably have a fair fight in your hand going against the doctor, I would think. The old puppet master himself. <laughs> and we got the sponsors upcoming for the season. We got the platinum level sponsors, <laughs> including. <laughs> Just just before you um yep. just before we get into that um he'll come up later in the sponsors but Jaguar Media he's heard the rumor file last week um wasn't happy with it is committed to the club and he's even doubled down and is now back and a sponsor so that is huge <laughs> news for us. On your jag, you superstar. Did exactly as we expected him to. Exactly right. Exactly. Really peer pressure him into that one. I was going to say peer group pressure worked perfectly there. I didn't see him on Saturday, so I'm just. Yeah, he did have a uh, allegedly an AFL commitment. Sam Mitchell's involved. Blah, 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 blah. Must be nice. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. So at our platinum level sponsorship, we've got Costello's in Croydon Hotel. We've got the Jealous Craig, BR Smith Surveyors, 
And then the gold level one, we've got the Buyer's Choice Mortgage Brokers. Uh, silver level, we've got Hatondo Homes in Lourdale, uh, Rainbow Meats, and Filthy Filthy Water. <laughs> it is not filthy. It is uh, we'll very it's clean, clean water. It's very, water. very clean water. As clean as can be. <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm just used to saying that now. Um, uh, bronze level, rounding us out, we've got uh, Denavi Building Design. Are you going to mention Phil's water on its own rather than dropping the filthy fill? Everyone knows that this is filthy Phil's water. <laughs> Phil's water, mate. Come on. And uh, Jaguar Media rounding out the bronze, the bronze level with Denavi Building Design. So thank you, everyone, for your continued support to our great club. And, uh, we've we've tried to reach out to a couple of sponsors from last season who, um, I guess, there's been a um, issue with Australia Post potentially, or um, the emails are down, whatever it may be. But uh, if you're listening, Melbourne Prestige Automotive and Saints Landscaping and Gardening, uh, jump back on board with us just so we can give you a shit ad read and uh, <laughs> give you a mention on the podcast. I will say that Jacko <clears throat> has threatened to remove his sponsorship this season purely because I told him he could get stuffed and there was no way I was going to support his cricket club in buying buying one of his $50 grand final raffle tickets. So there's a bit of tension between <laughs> Dwayne and I at the moment. Um, he's one of my mates, but I don't know if it's looking good at the moment. But So you're saying this is your fault? It's quite potentially my okay. fault. There, might, there may have been a message went to Mark Sanderson telling him that and I did see the message. He, it did say, tell that beep Peasley <laughs> to buy one of my raffle tickets or I'm pulling my sponsorship. That is, I've seen that text message. It got forwarded to me from said Mark Sanderson. And obviously there is, you know, like the uh, the platinum, the gold, the silver, the bronze. So it's not exactly like we are um, dwaining his accounts. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jago. Oh, please, please. I'm back, baby. Come on, the right Actually, yeah. Nathan, Nathan will definitely be listening to this. Cut that little section out, mate, and just pass it on to Jacko because, yeah, oh, man, he hates, his, he hates his first name. He also hates his second name, which is Francis, just so we're aware. So you can pass that oh, one. Frankie. Franker. Dwayne Francis Paisley. The Dwayne pot. Anyway, well. <laughs> Let's <laughs> let's let's move on to another one of our shit ads. Oh, so we've got Horsey's favourite butcher, Rainbow Meats Croydon. Oh. They're an award-winning butcher with highly knowledgeable staff, oh. a customer loyalty program, but best of all, they have high-quality meat at oh. low prices. Oh. So head down to Croydon Central or call them on 97231300. I'll repeat that, 97231300. Oh. All right, very good. Well, as as usual, get get on board with our sponsors, please. That's it. Um, you know, we've we've had a couple drop off from last year, and honestly, I, I think it's purely down to um, lack of serviceship from the uh, constituency yeah. of Croydon Rangers Crew Club. So, if you get behind these guys, they will continue to um, join us. So, anyway, I heard their motto was Croydon Meats, where the meat's so good that even vegetarians eat them. <laughs> So, Geordie Thomas, you can head down there too, mate. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back from that wonderful ad for uh, Rainbow, Rainbow Meats. Meats. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's all good. And, ladies and gentlemen, we have a, uh, a special guest and joining us on the podcast for the first time, and it's probably one of the first real guests other than we don't really count Turnbull from last week, but we have the captain coach of the club, Mr. Jack Blythe. Welcome, mate. 
Good afternoon, everyone. Hope you're going well. We are. We are. Oh, am I asking? I'm going with the first question. I thought Lowe would go with the first question. I can, I can go with the first go question. Go on, Lowe, man. Uh, first of all, Jack, congratulations on taking the role of coach and captain this year. Um, just what are your thoughts on the club so far and uh, any things you've pushed to implement early on? Yeah, thanks, Lowe. Um, well, firstly, it's an absolute pleasure to be on the podcast. I should have said that right from the start. But, uh, it's a pretty big honour to be one of the first special guests, obviously not counting Turnbull from last week, but it's an absolute pleasure to be here. So, I mean, the year ahead so far, what we've done in pre-season, it's been, it's been amazing. Um, obviously, we started a couple of months ago, right at the start of July, in the cold nights, cold Saturday mornings. And what's something that really stuck out to me right from the start was just the attitude from, from all of the guys. Um, it didn't matter, didn't matter if you were playing first 11, didn't matter if you've been playing down in the fours, fives and sixes. Everyone's just there to have a crack, to have a bit of fun, um, enjoy each other's company and play a bit of cricket as well. So I think the first thing that really stuck out to me was that that attitude um, and just the love for the club that everyone has and the real mateship that that you can see that's really strong throughout the club and in particular those, for those top couple of grades. So for me, that's really exciting. And to be a part of that and to walk into a place that already has that culture really developed, it's pretty much the exact sort of place that I that I want to be spending my time at and play cricket and get to know the guys um, a bit better and and obviously all the partners and um, just be involved around the entire place. So yeah, now that's um that's really nice to hear from someone myself who's been at the club for a while that someone can come in and really feel welcome straight away. It's um it's exactly what we're about and yeah, it's really good to hear. I'll um I'll throw it over to Horst to ask you another question. Hi Jack, uh, Will Gadston, wicketkeeper <laughs> and damaging. Um, Batsman. Um, <laughs> just want to know a little bit more. That's Will with two L's. Just want to know a little bit about more about you, mate. Um, where about did you play um, your junior cricket? Yeah, um, mate, I um, – and it's Gadsden, I'm pretty sure, just the yeah. one S in there. So. No, that's not uh, – yeah, yeah. yeah. No worries, Jack Fife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, no, I played my uh, junior cricket um, – I grew up in, in Heathmont and I've sort of lived there my whole life, but um, – Dad always played his cricket and grew up around Doncaster. So um, when I started playing juniors, I went out and played in, in Doncaster and played all of my juniors there. Started playing seniors when I was yeah, well, when I was still a junior, and then after that, I, I moved on um, to Fitzroy Doncaster. But yeah, where I started and sort of a, it was sort of a second home for me for many many years was Doncaster Cricket Club that they play out in Box Hill Reporter. We did have a, a practice match organised with them in the preseason, but unfortunately things didn't pan out with the weather and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, that was, that was my home growing up. Very good. So you've, so you sort of touched on, uh, Fintzroy Doncaster. Give us a little bit more insight into that. Obviously that's premier cricket, sort of the, the, the highest level of cricket you can play in the Melbourne area. Well, well, probably in Victoria, I should say. Did you sort of learn anything from there that you, you still use now or what was it sort of like starting at, well, I think a young age in, um, in the top level of cricket in Victoria? I guess the, the first sort of thing was is really about sort of that work ethic. When I when I went to to Fitzroy, it was straight out of under sixteen. So I finished my my junior cricket at Doncaster, and then the next year went across to Fitzroy, which was just down the road. Um, but from there, the 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 one thing I really noticed was just that step up in intensity and and commitment. Um, I started in the fours there and played every grade um, fours threes twos and then eventually made my debut in the ones probably five or six years after that but 
it, it really it really takes a lot of time, commitment, and hard work to to really get to that stage. Um, and I think that's something that I really took from from my time playing playing at that level of cricket and learning from a lot of fantastic cricketers and a lot of great people to really well that was yeah the main thing I really took from all of that. So yeah. Any any name drops you wanna you wanna just drop on the floor there, mate? Uh, look, I'll, I'll mention my coach who who he really inspired me to come into that sort of coaching role. Um, Michael O'Sullivan. He uh, he's still the coach down there now. He was God. He was sixty when I when he started coaching us, and he was the fittest bloke at the club by an absolute country mile. Um, I remember we used to go down and have our our preseason training camps we'd go down to Torquay in the middle of winter um we'd go for our run along the beach and then have to have a bit of a dip in the water afterwards which was definitely not my finest moments um at that time but i think i think will's tending to agree with you at the moment the faces <laughs> that he's making on that <laughs> but yeah but um he's crushed any desire of playing premier <laughs> cricket jack so yes <laughs> But yeah, Moss Moss would strip down. He'd be straight in his budgie smugglers. He'd be 60, 60 plus, be the fittest one of all of us. Straight out, straight in the budgie smugglers, sprinting down the um, down the beach, and then uh, straight into the water. So I don't know. He's he's sort of the one that that sticks out to me is that um, I mean he drove that sort of work ethic in all of his players, and that's something that uh, that really stuck to me, and it sticks to me to this day. I mean I'm not going to make you guys go down to the beach at in the middle of winter at Torquay and I definitely won't be the one sprinting into the water, but um, hopefully I can try and lead the way in other, in other areas. Will, Will is definitely thankful for that. <laughs> yeah. I'm scared of sharks. <laughs> yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you want to be wearing budgie smugglers. Yeah. I don't want to, I actually want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you don't mind getting nude around the club every now and then. That's a lie. I remember being horrified when that bloody door went up. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happened. <laughs> I don't get it out. What about when I was trying to have a serious conversation with the boys after one of the games, and you were you were nude at the bloody bathroom door? Yeah, no, that's a true story. But <laughs> was anyway. he involved in the game at all? No, no. <laughs> it was, was self insertion. That's what it was. <laughs> Jesus, poor choice of words. <laughs> All right, move on to the next question, please, because yeah, this true. isn't about you, Horse. Uh, good to have you on, Jack. Um, just, I know you've just touched on your Premier Cricket days, but where do you happen to play after that? Um, I know you've played a little bit before you've come here, so just delve into that if you'd like. Yeah, so I finished, I finished Premier Cricket for, I don't know, probably nearly be five years ago now. Um, it was I was still playing, still playing footy at the time and just starting full-time work as a teacher, which was really just taking up a heap of time. So I stepped away from stepped away from the game. I spoke before about sort of the commitment levels and how much time and effort goes into playing premier cricket and um, just wasn't able to sort of manage that and manage every other aspect of the life that was really coming in taking priority at that stage. So had a couple of years off um, and then I went across to Oakley Career Club in um, the VSDPA subbies. Um, one of the strongest, like an absolute powerhouse of subbies cricket, Oakley Career Club. And again, a place that's full of some really great people, some people that I really liked working alongside and working with. Um, played there for two years and coached there last year, which was my first year as a coach before, yeah, making making the change across to to play with Joe and to and to meet some pretty great people at uh, at the Rang as well. Hey Jack, Jimmy here, and uh, 
now that we've touched on sort of your background before you got to Croydon Rangers, we'll move on to the Croydon Rangers side of things. What are your aims for the season uh, as coach or and probably as captain as well of the, the first 11? What are your aims for this season? Look, it's pretty hard to to put like a, a quantifiable measure on something and say like we want to win a flag. I mean, obviously that's our that's our goal for this year is we want to we see ourselves as having a squad and a, and a team that that is more than capable of of going the distance. But obviously, a lot more goes into it than just um, just rocking up and, and winning a flag. So, I guess for us is to. I mean, we've put in place some some pretty good expectations that uh, that that sort of that senior group has put in place, and and everyone sort of wants to stand stand by. Um, I know, sort of talking to Bobby as well, captain of the second eleven, that um, they've already got this sort of thing in place, and we're just trying to get a, a really solid sort of set of standards and expectations um, to sort of increase, I guess, the professionalism um, around the club and. Focus a bit more on on the process as opposed to um, the end product. So I think if I mean we've got the talent at the club and we've got the the skill inside the playing group, um, and if we can just put all of those those little things in place and just pick off the boxes, then it's going to put us in a really really good stead to sort of achieve that that goal at the end of the year. But I mean I see us at the end of the year. I know our first two or three teams at least can play in finals and can do. Um, some pretty big damage when they get to that stage as well. So, I mean, that's the goal for us. I know that everyone around the group has the same sort of goal, but we spoke in the first 11 on the, on the weekend about this is the start of our journey. We had a, an analogy of climbing the mountain and we're at base camp on the weekend. So, I mean, it's just going to be every little step along the way and hopefully we can end up in that and have that opportunity at the end of the year. All right, mate. Well, um, Ubuntu... Now that's that's something that we've we've adopted certainly in the um, top couple of grades as our mantra. Do you want to um, you know, basically give the listeners a bit of a rundown on on you know sort of what the meaning is behind Ubuntu? Yeah, Ubuntu is obviously saying that um, we've really started to drive throughout throughout the club, and it's something that hopefully we can we can continue to drive um, for years to come. But Ubuntu it. Um, well, the place I got it from was a Netflix Netflix series called The Playbook, um, and there's an episode with Doc Rivers um, where he talks about his his rules for coaching and his um, his sort of five approaches that he brings into his coaching. And one of those that really stuck out to me was was Ubuntu, which it basically means I am because we are. So it's really just a nice way of saying of really have a real team first approach. But I think it it's a really good one because it's it's a catchy word that everyone can sort of understand and grab a hold of and can understand that it means more than just a team first approach. Um, so I know the guys have already been having a bit of fun with it. Um, we've got an Ubuntu award for someone that, that is really showing those sort of team first, that team first mentality and, and, and all of those um, sort of aspects and bringing those into into the club. So I know that's something that, that I'd really like to focus on. And I know that we've already got that really strong, um, like close mateship group. Um, but I think this is just another way of just being able to sort of recognize that this is, this is who we are. So it's, it's more just about like a lifestyle than it is just a, 
a, a word or an approach. And I think the guys have really um, taken that on board really well and responded really positively to it in the in the preseason and sort of the first part of this season. I love it. It's uh, it's, it's it, it, it is hard to explain. Yeah, well, I think the first couple, the first two grades, um, are implementing that into into the club. So, uh, hopefully, the listeners um, who haven't been in those chats can sort of, uh, you know, get the gist of it and uh, implement it as well. So the whole club can be all Ubuntu and uh, I am because we are, and that's I am because we are the Croydon Rangers. There you go, Bob. You can okay. get a tattoo of that, mate. I love it. Um, um, just. On your injury, Jack, obviously you did a foot or ankle injury um, towards the end of footy season. Um, could you just explain to us and the listeners exactly what you did and then maybe a timeline for your return? Yeah, so it's a syndesmosis injury, which basically there's three ligaments that hold the your tibia and your fibula together, your two um, leg bones near the bottom of your leg. I tore through all three of those ligaments, which, which just sort of means that Every time I was taking a step, those two bones were just moving further and further apart. And obviously without the ligaments there to, to support it, um, it's definitely not ideal. So that meant, um, yeah, I had to get surgery, got surgery a couple of weeks ago, just got off crutches last Thursday, which which was a massive positive. And I was able to walk around on Saturday and sort of bark orders at the boys from off the ground, um, which probably did that a little bit too much, but uh, that'll that's a good learning opportunity for me as well to learn to take it easy and trust the guys out on the ground too. But from now, it's probably another five or six weeks. Hopefully I'll be back just before the end of November and can play the two day that starts, I think on the 26th. So that's, um, that's sort of where we're looking at the moment. That's my, that's my goal to try and get sort of that, those last three games in before, before the end of Christmas or before Christmas is uh, happening. I think we're all pretty keen for that, mate. We're, yeah. we're keen to keen to see what you can do for us, but also, you know, that, that strong leadership that you have, you know, I think, I think nothing, nothing against Blake either, but I think it, it, it would just be good to have you in the, in the team and, you know, run that team as you want it. Want to be wrong, obviously so. in January because you have to start on the fours and the threes and the twos. And sort of, <laughs> yeah, no, well, fours is pretty hopeful. Yeah, it's because he hasn't attended training last. Yeah, actually, the six X, the six eleven is looking for a captain. Are you busy? Are you busy at the moment? <laughs> no, if I, if I could be up on my feet, I'd be there for sure. Uh, the guys definitely let me know on the weekend that I wouldn't be coming back through the ones, especially the top order making or putting on a hundred at the top. It's uh, it's going to be pretty hard to break in, that's for sure. It's hard to come into a winning side, Jack, but I reckon we might squeeze you. Right. Can we find a spot for him, please? <laughs> Just so that I get someone back. Your favourite moment at the club so far, Jack? If you've got one. Yeah. No. Um, I'll jump back onto to the Ubuntu train um, that I was talking about earlier. I think, uh, I mean, the whole preseason has been a really a, a massive highlight for me. I've just really enjoyed being around the group. And even though the Saturday mornings, like you, you have to get yourself up and sort of ready to go for the Saturday morning session before a game of football. Um, I know a fair few of the guys, like yourself included, Lowy, Vic as well. And the commitment that was shown by the guys there was was awesome. And it really sort of solidified in my mind that I'd made the right decision coming across and getting involved um, with like a, a great group of people that are wanting to learn and wanting to be involved. Um, but my favorite moment so far, it goes back to that the Ubuntu award that we were talking about. And that was um, last Thursday during selection we gave out the first Ubuntu award to a young bloke um, who'd come across just to his, well, the first year at the club 
Um, and he'd really just, I think he, the first session he came, I don't think he's missed one since then. Um, and he was a guy, well, Jake, he was a guy that's just given absolutely everything um, and just has loved his time being at the club and really epitomizes the, that sort of attitude that, that we're trying to bring in with, with sort of the Ubuntu and some of the other mantras and mottos that we've got. And then he was obvious, he was awarded with a with being the twelfth man of the seconds on the weekend as well. Um, and I think that moment for me when I when I spoke to him about that and just to see his face, see his face light up and that pure excitement that um, he was given that opportunity, I think for me that's been my favourite moment so far. With uh, you know him being the twelfth man on the weekend, Jack, I thought he was uh, fantastic. I, I reckon Jim would agree as well. Like he sat at cover for us. Didn't look out of place and, you know, no, was just all. just full of the right attitude, mate, which is exactly what you want from the Ubuntu. Yeah, no, spot on. And that, I mean, that's why we chose him as as that that inaugural winner of the the weekly Ubuntu award. He was he was the man and and obviously there's been there's been plenty of standouts throughout the preseason, but just for a guy to come across and 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 to get involved the way he has. But as Lowy was saying before, for um when he said to, for me to be able to come in and sort of feel comfortable and welcome i think jake's been able to do that incredibly well um, and and just to be able to come in where in a place where he probably didn't know anyone um and just to fit in and and i guess that really is a real testament to to the club and the, the culture that has been developed over the last few years yeah good answer there uh jack <laughs> And passes the test. He wasn't. He wasn't paying attention. I wasn't. Mate. <laughs> no, I, I did listen. I, I was listening, and it was very well done. Um, uh, finished all the formalities, pretty much. Uh, just wondering if there was anyone you wanted to throw under the bus. Obviously, you got your brother as a bit of a scapegoat, but anyone else you've <laughs> anyone else you've seen so far that you reckon you can throw under the bus? Uh, look, I was I was talking to Joe earlier today. Actually, um, he was talking about his super coach side. I mean, I don't have any stories from when we were sort of younger or anything like that, but I'm just going to go on record now to say that I'm going to, I'm going to outscore Joe in the super coach points personally. Um, so he's, I'm going to give him five, six weeks head start, but I want it known that uh, I'll catch him. So when you guys can do your last podcast session for, for the season, um, you can reflect on this and I'm more than, I'm more than willing to, to take a bet for it. Um, to put something on the line, but that's my my guarantee for the year that I'll uh, that I'll beat Joe in the Super Coach points. Are you also saying that Joe's made himself the captain of his team? Look, I'm not going to confirm or deny, um, <laughs> and I know he's been trying to get into the selectors' ears to try and manipulate um, some sides so that he can he can better his his own team scores. I won't confirm or deny what has happened there, but um, <laughs> I know there's been some dodgy dealings going on. You did just touch on that and sort of almost making a promise there. The uh, the last recruit we had that came on the podcast oh, to – um, I was going to go there, Matt. Sorry, Will. But the last recruit that came on and uh, promised 1,300s in the season and potentially batting – 14. Sorry, 14. Well, you achieved and, one of them. And batting left-handed, yeah. Achieved one in total <laughs> for the season. Um, not 100, just 100 runs for the season, so – um, I, I back you in a bit bit higher than that, but um, I suppose we'll see at the end of the season. Yeah, well, I don't know if I can really promise the 1300, seeing as I'll probably only play six <laughs> games for the year. Uh, <laughs> for a couple of hours. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. Yeah, just second innings. But. Yeah. 
That's a, it's a it's an incredible bet because I, I yeah I, I don't know why but it's really hard to score points in that super coach. Um, <laughs> anyway, I don't know why. Apparently you have to make runs or catch or whatever. So you've made yourself the captain. I haven't even done it because I usually what happens with super coach AFL big bash and this is that I'll do a side I'll like it and then I'll get bored of it by the end of it. But yeah, sure I'll play along. Um, <laughs> no, well, I look forward to that because, uh, yeah, no, there's a bet. What, what was the bet that you were sort of thinking about? I'm happy to put saying on it. I'm, I was sort of hoping for some suggestions from you guys. I think we can sit on something. Well, I mean, we I'm can sure we can come up with something, yeah. 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 We'll find something out. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll speak to Mick, see if Mick's got any little special treats in yeah. store. usually good yeah. like that. Um, my favourite part of the weekend, uh, just gone after our magnificent victory. Well, actually, that was my favourite part. My second favourite part was the Jack Blythe guarantee um, that you said that Stewie would make runs and you said that was the Jack Blythe guarantee um, and he made 49. So is this sort of a thing that we're going to cop every week? The uh, I'll say it again, the Jack Blythe guarantee. Well, I mean, it could become a thing. It was just saying, I know, I know, I did talk to you about that. Will. Um, I just had that that sort of that sixth sense, you know. It's um, I'm not saying I can see dead people or anything like that, but uh, <laughs> I do. I did just have a little bit of a, a feeling that um, that Stu was going to go out there and and make a few runs. I could I could have done the double and and included Jenk in that as well, but yeah, um, obviously the powers aren't quite that strong, so. Um, it might become a thing. I'll we'll see how long it can last for. Maybe that's a fine um, for me if it doesn't come to fruition. But uh, I'll happily own up to that. But yeah, I think we'll give it a crack. Yep, I like it. Yep, that'll be my favourite part. Yeah, good, good. Any any other questions there, boys? Yeah, last one. Um, interesting decision to uh, pair yourself with George for the beer pong tournament. Um, do you think you'll have to be carrying him along, or is he going to pull his weight? There's, to be honest, there's no other choice really. It was, it was Jord the whole time. Um, there was never going to be anyone else. So, I think red hot favourites coming into coming into the tournament. I'm assuming we've got a pretty big trophy to lift um, at the end of it. So, no, we're pretty confident. We've been we've been in training for the last couple of weeks, and we'll be looking home to bring the W. There's no there's nothing really short of that that will uh, that will be satisfied with. I'm sure you'll enjoy the taste of humble pie after that night, mate. <laughs> you ain't getting past the first round. You've done, you've done well, Jack. You've done well there. Uh, best of luck in the tournament. We'll uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll reflect on this uh, this podcast after that, I guess. Um, I think that's all from us today. That um, is, it's mate. Been, it's been yeah. a pleasure having you on. Um, this is our first like sort of phone call through the speaker. Oh, sorry, we did have Michael Kane, Michael Kane, yeah. um, a little while ago, but. Um, Kevin Peterson. <laughs> obviously, it was good to have you on and have you on in our ears. So, yeah, thanks, <laughs> thanks, thanks for coming along. No, it's been an absolute pleasure, boys. So thank you for having me. Beautiful work, Jack. Thank you very much, mate. We do appreciate you uh, giving us your time, mate. So, other than that, we'll uh, we'll let you go, mate, and we'll keep pushing on with the potty. All right, cheers, guys. We'll uh, I'll catch you tomorrow. Thanks, mate. Thanks, see man. you then. All right, see you. Oh, that was a very nice um, call by Jack there. We'll move into an ad. Give it uh, to us. Bendigo Bank is a community bank that gives you access to award-winning financial products and services. They are also committed to supporting the local community. You can contact them on 9726-5388 or dropping into the shop at Shop 19 of 66274 Bryce Avenue in Maroubar. Pronounced Priest. I do what I want. <laughs> I uh, very good. All right. Well, let's move on to the results from the weekend, of which there is a minimal amount, which is good because that was a pretty lengthy phone call. Thank you very much, Jack. Yeah. Thanks, Jack. Very good. Uh, we'll go into the Stewie Newey plate. Um, that is the uh, first XI. So we played um, Croydon North at their home deck. 
Uh, they won the toss and had a bat first. They made six for 165. Um, Tommy Noonan, very close to getting three man rings and we were ready for it, but it was a no-go. So, But he did bowl well. He was the world's most nervous bloke in the first over, but after that he settled nicely for two for 32. And then uh, Joe Mama, Joe Blythe had one for 20. Uh, and he had a mare in the field calling Michael in for a catch. And uh, I think Michael was how, how many metres away, you reckon? Probably 30 and not moving quick. Yeah, no. While Mitch Thomas was right directly underneath. Left heard, shoulder. Yeah, heard um, Joe yell out. Michael's looked away and said, there is no Michael here. And then <laughs> as he looked back up, the ball's already on the ground. So, no, that's all right. Um, lost, um, yeah. Yeah, just – a couple of figures that aren't on your sheet there. Uh, Oz also had one for 32, Mid one for 33, and uh, I took one for a few. Yeah. Oh, you just wanted to mention yourself, did you? Yeah, well, may as well. We're yeah. not doing a team of the week, so just no, exactly. mention all the bowlers. Yeah. Everyone took a wicket. Yeah. No bowlers didn't take a wicket on the weekend. Fair enough. That Good catch good. too that got your wicket as well. Yeah, um, that was actually. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. There might have been some bowlers in twos that didn't take a wicket. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> move on to the Did batting. You take one. one? Anyway, yeah, I took one. Oh, good. Anyway, we'll just uh, start off with a bang this year. Yeah, yeah. We went in, had about two for 166. Zach Jenkins, Jack, Zach Jenkins, 66. Jenkinson. Got Jenkinson. Out. And then Stewie, Stu Bowles, Aiden Stewart had 49. That's back to back 49. So, Stu, 49 in the granny, 49 round one this year. That's it. There's something. Get over the hump. Yep. Obviously, that is 97 added up together. So, going on to the twos. <laughs> All right, onto the twos. We had a very solid start to the season. Uh, like the ones, we had a win and sit top of the table, which is always nice. We beat Eastfield uh, at home at Silcock. We bowled first and rolled them for 115. See Denavi, five for 15. Not very Ubuntu of him, not sharing the wickets around. Should have been about seven. Probably should have been was. seven if uh, Glenn remembered that he was wicket keeping instead of fielding. Um, Bolts. And Boulder. Yeah. A couple of absolute Yuck. Christmas puddings being put Oh, out. my God. That would disgust did, um Did Jim drop a put as well? Maybe not yes. off disco, but it was, it was a put. Don't you? Oh. Don't. What? Oh, he's trying to fight it. Yeah. I you know You know why he's trying to fight it? Because he's dropped that many puddings before that he's just going <laughs> to claim this one wasn't as bad. Which one was the pudding? Which one? All right, moving on. Uh, my bowling. <laughs> the recruit, uh, Matty Eagles, Will Spencer, two for 11 as well with the ball. And uh, yeah, a few other wickets for the other boys and good bowling performance there. So we went out with the bat. Uh, Disco and Bolts got us off to a good start as they always usually do. Jimmy Barr, 34, not out. Um, Glenn Spencer batting at number four, made 30, although he'll tell you he batted abysmally and uh, went out trying to win the game with a six and just skied it straight up in the air. Three for 116, won the game at about 4.30 in the afternoon, which is always good to wrap up early. So, yeah, good solid performance from, from us boys. Yep. Good win, fielding. We'll move on to the juniors, boys. Special mention to Bob for doing absolutely all again. Absolutely nothing. I started. I started this year like I finished last year, doing nothing. Didn't you start last year like that too? I did that too. Yes. <laughs> I didn't bat in the first four weeks. <laughs> Just a middle bit. The uh, under sixteen twos. They had a bit of a tough going first outing, coached by Darcy Turnbull. They are. Uh, Five balls into the game, lost the ball down uh, the drain at Templeton Reserve. So that was a good start to his year. Um, had to go fetch out a ball from the, the ball bag and there was only 40 over balls in there. So that was a bit of a shambles. And they decided to go on and make four for 160 with best bowlers being Adam Kimpton, one for nine, and Ethan Yates, the, the same figures, one for nine. So brother Adam, Adam Kimpton, the new brother recruit. Lee. Brother Lee. Cousin Lee, maybe. The 100-goal superstar. Yeah, someone like that. 
And, we'll find uh, that one out. I don't know who that is. In reply, all out for 51. Geordie Renshaw, the lone soldier really, making 12. And then I think I think extras was equal or thereabouts. I'd so. be a little bit nervous if I was part of that 16-2. So we did have Darcy on here last week mention uh, running in full kit, hill sprints, um, yelling, screaming. He did give be- us a hint that – he wouldn't handle it well if there was a collapse. Now, oh, when you get rolled for 51. Yeah. When you get rolled for 51, you're right. He did say it explicitly. Yeah. When you get rolled for 51, I don't think he would have been taking it overly well, would he? Wouldn't have thought so. No, but inside word, Templeton, probably the best side in the comp and requested to go up to the 16 ones were denied. Um, so take that as you will, but we'll see after this week. It might be a bit, bit more of a fair read on the comp. Fair enough. Yep. So, uh, and then we you had the, uh, the 14 threes down at Silcock before before the twos game and it was a tie. Had a tie in the end. Uh, we batted first, two for 102. Pretty good. Uh, pretty solid effort there. Ish Coley, 23 off 11 balls. Absolutely smoked them. And uh, Benny Denavi retiring on 15, not out. And then Templeton, uh, seven for 102. Ish Coley, two for five again, an all-round superstar there. And Talison Howden, one for seven. And I should also mention Benny Denavi absolutely ripping him uh, with his leggies. But, uh, yeah, ended up in a tie. Well, let's hope that uh, next week we get um, a full set of games in. I don't know if it's looking good, whether it looks like it's going to turn later this week. I haven't looked at it, but yeah. I'm sure you boys who work outside probably aren't, aren't thrilled with what's coming. No. Certainly no. doesn't sound like Will is. No, it's not meant to be good, but we'll see. We'll see. All right. No, we want the rain to come on only on Friday night, though. Sorry. And if it just hangs over um, Cranbourne, that's good. <laughs> the bow trooper. <laughs> Loves sting out of the ground. <laughs> Giddy up. All right, someone give us another sponsor, please. You, Matt. Okay. It's always been you. Atondo, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Never not be me. <laughs> Atonda Homes Lillydale offer 100 over 120 different designs. The only volume builder where you can talk to the actual builder. He's right in front of me. You can contact Matt Peasley on 0418 595 689 or on email sales at ultimatedb.com.au. That is 0418 595 689 or on email at sales at ultimatedb.com.au. We'll move on to a new segment of Cut the crap. Who's got us? I'll do a I'll do a live sting. Oh, okay. cut, 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 cut the crap. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, cut the crap. Give it to us. Who's got something? I do have one. Uh, very anti Ubuntu. Tom Noonan telling Jack he can't play next week until after the game has completed this week. Interesting decision. <laughs> um, I don't know. He did tell me that he needed to uh, have a beer to let Jack know, so a bit of confidence, and then whispered in Jack's ear that he can't play, but it's whatever. Um, maybe just give the coach a little bit more warning next time, Tom. And uh, he Definitely may, not Ubuntu. He, he may feature in the uh, in the next segment. Yeah, cut the crap, Tom. Cut the crap. I well, agree. One more, one more bloke we've got here. So uh, as we do after the game at Silcock, we pack up all the all the marquees, get the cones, get the stumps, put them away. Uh, as we do, sweep the sheds, boys. That's, that's the mentality. And uh, have a beer with the opposition as Bobby. That's something that he yeah, really pushes us to do. And so we, we did that. But uh, there was one bloke that was noticeably absent for, for that and the team meeting after the game. It was Bolt. We didn't know why, but uh, then someone said, oh, he's gone home to get his dogs to go and give him a walk. <laughs> and he's missed the team talk after the game. 
Is it, I look around, I go, is everyone here? And someone goes, nah, Bolts isn't here. Oh, where's Bolts? He's going home to get the dogs. Bolts, cut the crap. Yeah. Not good enough. Not, Not good, good enough. enough. Anyone no. else got some cut the crap for us? No, I'm sitting on one, but I just need to make sure that if it's a uh, continued behaviour, I will go next week and it will be a big one. You're going to check it with the lawyers. Yeah, because I, I, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I'll, I'll go there. All right, okay. here we go, Will. I've got one. This is incredible. Um, look, I'm not going to say that I'm the most, oh, how am I going to put this, clean person, but I do know my way around a vacuum, a mop, a dishwasher, and also a washing machine. Now, it's come to my attention that, Someone, I'm not going to name it, name, name the person because I think it would be unfair to Darcy Carrigan if I did, um, <laughs> that he wasn't using washing powder when he put the washing machine on when he was doing some laundry because, quote, it's a washing machine. Um, interesting. That's, uh, I don't know what it is, but it's incredible. And uh, I, I, I just, yeah, anyway. Not using powder, you know, you think it'd be pretty self-explanatory. You got that big catcher thing. You think you put the scoop of the uh, the nappy sand or whatever it is, but uh, obviously not. So uh, I hope he just learns now, and uh, his his clothes are better for it, and general hygiene is better for it. Not sure what the rumor was there, but I don't. I don't think <laughs> is that a rumor. No, <laughs> no that's I fact. It was. That's just fact. Yeah. <laughs> right, I've got a got a little rumor file here. There's uh, it's rumored to be that there's um, there's two guys at the the career club have had to. Uh, test for their license again. Um, one being Matthew Lowe, after trying to get out of the um, the workplace today and I'm, whacking it, into, whacking it into drive instead of um, into reverse, and then no more than ten seconds later, pulling out of the car park and um, almost sideswiping a um, a lonely pedestrian that was driving. <laughs> <laughs> That was driving past, trying to get trying to get past out of work and a pedestrian um, driving. That's what you're you're running with. The pedestrian. That doesn't make sense. Anyway, yeah, anyways, they were they were driving along out of work and um not looking where he's going. And he's almost taken him out, and the horn has been blasted by them. And uh, yeah, it was a not, pedestrian not the, blasted the horn. Yeah. Yes. Okay. This is a rumor file, so from in the car. So, so clearly, clearly, forget forget the fact. Okay, that forget, forget the pedestrian file. pastor. We're actually in a Mercedes Benz driving out of the the car park. Yes. <laughs> and then the other individual at the uh, career club that um, has had to go test for their license again happens to be his brother, who is <laughs> who is <laughs> who upon leaving the career club on um, Thursday night has. He hasn't taken too kindly to Ivan Chepper and decided to, to take out his um his driver's door and um <laughs> rear passenger door <laughs> rear passenger door and um yeah that was only really the start of his bad week for Ivan I think and he's driven up to um, Sydney to go watch the grand final and didn't get let in because security issues they he was a wanted man and couldn't let him into the ground and I uh, had to go watch it at the the Parramatta fans club and. <laughs> The Parramatta Rand Club, and then they uh, got absolutely wallied last night, so it was a bit of a letdown for him. Well, I don't usually come to the table with rumours because I just deal in facts most of the time, but on Nick Grace and Darcy Turnbull, I believe that there is a bit of a uh, tater take going on there. Nick Grace, I, I don't, I don't want to put words in anyone's mouth, but has thrown the toys out of the cot due to the fact that Darcy Turnbull has been made 
coach of the uh, under-16s this year, which Grace did apply for but was denied on appeal, I believe. But he has, he has spat the dummy. He said basically he's a, he's a shit coach. He doesn't do anything. Rowan Schulte's coaches the team. <laughs> and he's, he's just he's, – oh, he's not living the Ubuntu life, let me put it that way, but he has just absolutely nailed Turnbull to the wall. And Turnbull apparently is just sitting back, basically giving him two fingers, saying, "Up yours, mate. Suck on this." <laughs> so that's my that's my rumor. It's more fact than anything, but cannot yeah. confirm or deny. You might have been there for the conversation. Oh, I don't know <laughs> if I was about a meter away from it, but <laughs> yeah, last one. I don't know if someone else has one after this, but last one for me. I'm just following on from the cut the crap segment um, with Tommy. It's rumoured that he – well, it's fact he's away next week, but it's rumoured he's going to a festival. Oh. Interesting decision. I think um, Grapevine, I think, is what's on. Spilt milk? No, no, Grapevine. Oh, I mean, it could be, but I don't know. I wouldn't look at going to a festival during cricket season, so I don't actually know. Um, yeah, leave it to footy season. Yeah, yeah. Go to Coachella. Um, and oh, man. I will just leave us with a little teaser that I don't – Think this will be the only time we see him out of action due to a festival this season. Oh no, bombshell! Just leave that little nugget it, there. If we're if you're going to go to a festival <laughs> um, during cricket season, make sure it's in the break and make sure it's BTV. Yeah, um, I'll be there. Stick will be there. Uh, if that doesn't tickle your fancy, then just don't go to a festival during cricket season. Who's playing it? DJ Snake. Um, I hope if DJ Snake, oh, he'll be able to get me tickets. The Snake. <laughs> <laughs> you know. He what does DJ stand for? Anyone know what DJ stands for? Come on, man. <laughs> no. Come on. For? Disc jockey. Yes. Yeah. Wilma. <laughs> does anyone else like it when they get Joke to the, of the day. on their own? <laughs> oh. Where did babies come from? Do we have do we have <laughs> any more of do we have any more rumor for? Nah, I'm nah. rumored out. Nah, I'm All right, on. let's move on to the joke to finish off the podcast, boys. Now we'll go on. I can never take my dog to the dog park because the ducks keep trying to bite him. I guess that's what I get for buying a purebred dog. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Well done, Steve. You got one, Matt? No, I don't. I've got one for you, Matt. Knock, knock. Who's there? Dishes. Dishes who? Dishes Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you, everyone, for joining us this week. Stick, thank you very much for joining us, mate. Bobby, looking forward to the Hillsville Sanctuary that we're going to go down to on Saturday. Yeah, can't wait for that one. May Lowe, thanks for joining us, buddy. No worries, Bob. If I'm um, unfortunate enough to be dropped, I'll be happily joining the bus ride to the Hillsville Sanctuary as well. It's going to be a loose one on the way home. Horsey Horsey, thanks for joining us, buddy. Uh, it's always a pleasure to jump on the Rangers rundown podcast and talk smack. You do it very well. Yeah. And the main man behind the computer, Jimmy, thank you. We appreciate everything you do. Thanks for joining thank us you. yet again. Uh, always a pleasure. Get on, on the party bus. Toot toot. Get out. All right. <laughs> well, that's it for the uh, Rangers Rundown, the official podcast of the Croyd Rangers Crew Club. We will see you next week with round two. Thanks, Scooby. Thanks.